Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to get in. I feel Akiva's leaving in a day and there are guys. Welcome, Yasef. Welcome home, Yasef. There are, there are guys, there are quite a few guys leaving on Thursday. And I always want in our Chabura meeting, there's a topic that we speak about that Lahedya is a decision to speak about it. My Rebbe spoke to us about it pretty young. And in Yeshiva, we talk a lot about this topic very, very on purpose. And I'll explain in a few minutes. And, and I feel like coming together in the summer where we reconnect to Chazer ideals and ideas and to really Chazer, to learn new and to Chazer. My son, my son Manny, was going for was going for therapy on his shoulder, so the therapist told us something fascinating. He told us there's two avodas in therapy. There's something to increase range of motion, to get him to be able to he can lift his arm only yay high, to lift it further, to do more, increase range of motion, and to solidify the motions you already have. They're like two avidas, increasing range of motions, solidifying the range of motion you already have. I, before guys go back, like as a muscle, to, before guys go back, second year, I like guys to know, a first year in Eretz often you increase range of motions. It's very dramatic. It's cool, because all of a sudden the guy's learning a first seder, a second seder. It has the very dramatic effect. It's much more gishmak when you go to the therapist and you, before you went to him, only moved it till here. After working a few sessions, six, seven sessions, you grind it out. Hey, you're raising your arm higher. Hey, you're lifting more. That's like, that's dramatic and gishmak. And first year is very much increasing range of motion. The guy's learning harder and more. There's a whole nother avoid of solidifying what you have. Starker, stronger, more. It's more, the words I like saying is it's more you. You could have done something, but was it you of, of solidifying, of making it more you? I would say like second year in Eretz Yisrael, I can't say there's no increase of range of motion. There's such a thing. It's probably more subtle, typically more subtle. And what's happening much more is you're solidifying what you have. That you're making it more you. You might have increased and done a lot, but were you, was it comfortably you? Was it built to last? Were you like smooth with it? And a lot of the second year is solidifying what you already got. And that's a huge and an important avayda, increasing range of motion, solidifying what you have. Increasing range of motion, solidifying what you have. It's funny, Hashem constructed a human being. Fascinating, Hashem constructed a human being that we have yimeyav and yimeysina. We have days we come and we feel it. Every single person, seven billion people, seven billion people have what Rabbeinu Tam calls you may have and you may sinner. Some days, Penny, you feel it, you're like ready to go. And some days, you're, 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 you're pushing, you're fighting yourself. Every human being has this in the world, bar none, you may have and you may sinner. And why does Hashem construct us like that? What a funny way to construct a person. Like, just give us some, 
So why do you construct every human being on the world the day you're like dragging and the day you're feeling it? Why would you be construct? And it's, it, I've thought about this a lot. And to me, it seems clear that the day perfectly built for expansion is the day you're feeling it. And the day that's much better built for solidification, if you will, to solidify, there's two therapies every person needs. They need expansion and solidifying. You're built much better to solidify the day you don't feel it. Because you lose all the, and you're just like, there's a certain circle, the wagon, this is who I am without any help. On the tough day, you solidify. This, I'll never transgress. This line, I won't step over. And it, I think you're kind of much more in the sugi of solidifying, you're kind of much more in the day you don't feel it. In the sugi of expansion, you're much better expansion the day you feel it. These are two sugis in our life, expanding, solidifying, expanding, solidifying. It's less dramatic solidifying. We love coming back. Hey, I could do more. Hey, I'm learning longer. There's a big avayda to it's more me. It's, it's much more me. I'm really more comfortable with this. I'm doing this more smoothly, with more energy, with more, with just, it's just more me. That's like that solidifying work. So certainly we come together in the summer. Certainly there's always expansion. We always want to hear new chedushim and expand. But a lot we come together to solidify also. And the chaz are things we've studied and things we've, and I want to solidify something and talk about something this morning that's important to me, that I don't want it to be Akiva came here for the summer and this wasn't a topic that was mentioned and spoken about. The topic I'm going to talk about is marriage. I'm going to come to it from a place, the topic of marriage, and it's spoken about a lot here. It's spoken about a lot, besides that it's something that has to be learned, it's spoken about a lot to talk about it a lot. That a guy should know this is something important, this avoid is important in our life. We've quoted the Pasuk many times that Hashem says, I love Avram Avinu. Ki adativ, l'manashar yitzav banav, v'ez pnei b'esay achrav l'asay stako mishpah. That Hashem says, I love Avram Avinu for all the kiruv he did, because ki adativ, you know why? L'manashar yitzav es banav es pnei beiseyach l'asdaka mishpah. Because of the way he was mechanech, his children of pnei beisey, which Pashtas is his wife, his family. The way he raised his family. And this is a topic spoken because it's from the, it's, it's the great mission of our life to be a father and a husband. To not talk about that, which is from the most important missions of our life, would be strange. And we study Torah, and this is full in the Torah. We quote the Pasuk over and over. That If you talk about Chesed, Chesed is to your family. Goyimel Nafshay is Ish Chesed. Rashi says Nafshay is Mishpachay. Somebody who's good to his family is a man of kindness. Kindness is to the Mishpacha. I told you this earlier this summer that it was important to me. My kids were helping Rabbi Silverman. Rabbi Silverman, T4 and Chazdei Hashem. It's becoming a Rebbe in Yeshiva. And it's very, very important to me that my kids knew they helped to move. And I was tremendously proud of my kids doing the Chesed. But I wanted them to know that Rabbi Silverman was doing Chesed also. They were doing chesed with him. I don't even dare say not doing chesed also. The main chesed was they were helping a Baal chesed. A husband moving his family is tremendous chesed. Don't get, 
don't get fooled by the Western world. The Western world will not print you in the center pages of their papers with your picture because you did chesed to your family. It has to be dramatic. If it was a kid who had cancer, a kid who had yana machla, a kid. No, the Iker chesed's a guy, a guy helped his mama. That's the name chesed. The other, the other year, yeah, that's also a chesed. It's also a chesed. You were good to some. The Iker chesed's mishpachtoi. Goimel nafshoi, zishchaser. Rashi says mishpachtoi. The Iker chesed's to somebody his family. The Iker Chesed is to his family, that he was Goimel Nafsha, he was good to his family. That is the Iker, Iker Chesed of a person. So, I want to talk a little bit about marriage, and I want to I say the following idea to the Chavr. Let's start, we'll start by as, as the way into this, to this Sugya, I want to start that we all know there are two kids in school. There are two kids in school, we can relate to her. We could relate to both kids in our own experiences. We don't need two kids. In our own experience, we can relate to both kids. I'm going to talk about two kids. There's one kid whose natural state, his natural floating state, if he's not investing so much effort, he still does pretty well. And he floats through school. Without much effort, he still does pretty well. There's another kid whose natural state, if he doesn't fight, it doesn't end well. His natural state, if he doesn't fight, just his nature, Hashem built him, he's energetic. He's, and if he doesn't fight, he gets kicked out of school, he ends up in the principal. His natural, when he's not fighting, when he's not putting in serious effort. So there's one kid whose natural state is, it just goes well, even if he's not trying very hard. He's not putting much effort, it still goes okay. Just the way he's built, Hashem designed him. That With school, vis-a-vis school, his natural state, it just, he's a quieter sort. So he spaces out. The teacher doesn't, doesn't hurt the class. He's smart enough that he gets good marks on the test, crams. But his, his, like, his floating state doesn't get him in trouble. There's another kid whose floating state won't work. It won't work. He just, if he doesn't invest serious effort, he ends up, he's just loud by nature. So his floating state doesn't work. Talk about prayers. There's one kid whose floating state in prayers could land him by three davenings a day when he floats without much effort. The fact that it's monotonous and tedious, he's still, you know, he wings it. He's by davening. He's, he's a guy who he's a guy who's more disciplined by nature. I'm not too many. He's not investing much, but okay, he sits. Okay, he doesn't want to get in trouble. He doesn't want mom to be upset. There's another kid who's ADHD. And monotonous tasks are impossible. Like, they're, they're murder. Anything that doesn't have a fire, he just, it doesn't happen. It can happen. He, he has, he's challenged with times deeply. And his natural statement, it's just not, unless he invests great effort, it won't work. So if we talk about two kids, there's one without effort. Unless he invests great effort, his tendency is to drift. Unless he invests great effort. Now really every person has their areas like that. I spoke about school as one part of a person's life. Every person has areas without effort. The natural could, could pass in some sort of way. And another person without effort, without effort, it will get in trouble. The goal of our life is to assert, is Adam la'amal yulav, is to put serious effort. That is the goal of our life. Ubacharta bachayim, to choose life, 
Chiyus, the decision, the decision to work and to put an effort. We are designed to invest effort. The natural state, by the way, with kavana by davening, even for the guy who naturally could be at prayers, he doesn't drift without so much investment. It is not natural to have kavana. You won't find along your way of life, you won't, all of a sudden you're like thinking what all the words mean. That will not naturally happen. To the chitzainas, you'll be the guy at, I mean, that might be somewhat in a guy's nature, it might be. You will not naturally find one day, I'm just like Mechavim, it will happen when you invest in it happening. It will happen when great effort is put. I was very moved over Pesach, Chaim and I, met a Rav that I was very, very moved by. We got like a nice relationship, really spent yomtiv with him, had many conversations, heard many shiurim. And I was talking to him about Kavana by prayer, and he said, I invest a lot. This is a 70-year-old rub in his 70s, I believe. In his 70s, something upper six, I don't know the exact age. He invests, he said, he said, and he said it a few times over Yantam in different things, in different conversation. I put in a lot. He said to concentrate by davening. I really work hard at it. I told him a pshad and tefillah. He said, well, I'm like taken by that. He said, it's very important to me. He said, I, he said you don't, I don't naturally concentrate on what I'm saying. I make a concerted, focused effort, push for it, fight for it, because it's important matter to me, and I battle for it. I was very moved by that. It's not, it's not just something that along the way you find it comes. He makes a concerted, serious effort, tries has some struggle, puts in a little more, does different tricks. There's a concerted effort to make it happen. And that's what he described with Kavana. I believe with Kavana, I'm not sure there is a person with Kavana that naturally, like just this is some, there are certain things, I, I think it's pretty universal with Kavana that you have to make effort. I'm always inspired by the ADHD type of kid. I think he's important for all the kids in the class. Because I think everybody should see that the goal is work. The goal is toil. And even if you hit your areas that come natural, Revolba once said things that are natural are vert garnish, are worth nothing. Now, please understand, it's precious that which is natural, precious, and has a place. Our job is to build upon, to gain chizik from that, to build on that. The goal is to overcome. The goal is to do more, to push harder. I have told the guys this vart from the Taimi Amin Hagim, who describes, the Taimi Amin Hagim says, the reason we call Shalashudas three meals. Because why does Kla Yisrael, a big segment of Kla Yisrael calls it? Some call it Sudash Lishit. But many of us call it shalosh sudos, three meals. It's not, it makes more sense to call it sudash lishit, the third meal, not three meals, it's one meal. And the time yam minhagim says, Klal Yisrael's minhagim, if we just call something, minhagim are very precious, we're a precious people. And there are reasons we do things. And a large segment of Klal Yisrael calls the third meal, shalosh sudos, three meals, shalosh sudos, we say it fast. Shalashodis, who was saying Shalosh Sudas. So it became Shalashodis. Had that happen, it just flowed smoother. Shalashodis. But Shalashodis is Shalosh Sudot. Why do we call it three meals? 
it's one meal. And he says that since it's difficult to eat it, the first two sudas, you're hungry Friday night, Shabbos day. The short Shabbos says separate the men from the boys. Nobody wants to eat that when you're, you're like, to wash is a chore. And the word is, are you eating because Hashem, God said to eat. And if you have the third meal, you will kind of all three sudas. That which you did naturally. But when you do it when it's hard, you now get schar for the ones that you did naturally because you did you pushed it even further. So we call the suda you did hard, you were now kinda three sudas. That gishmak of word is true in our life. We're designed to overcome, to conquer, to push past. That's what we're designed to do. I love watching the kid. I think he's very, family's off where he's destroying my family. I think it's that kid that the parents often say is destroying my family that saves the whole family. I think it's the opportunity to teach your family that the goal is to overcome. And by the way, the kid whose natural floating is okay, the goal is to fight and push. And we'll all have our ears, just because it doesn't land you in trouble in school, just because you're some sort of floating might get you by, your point is also is to overcome and push past. You come to the topic of marriage, understand that the derech of marriage is to drift apart. The derech, and this is anybody, it is not natural, it is not natural to have a good marriage. It's not natural to have a... A guy thinks, because when you're young, and a person has a desire for a girl, Hashem thankfully created us with a taivas nashim. So a guy thinks, this is my nature. When he's engaged, he assumes, leave me to my nature, I'm inter. Oh, she's amazing. So he assumes, hey look, we're like, there's a pull together. There's a pull together. And the typical guy your age assumes there's a pull together. So this is great. I have lists of things in my life that are natural. So even without much effort, it will happen. Then I have a list of things that are not natural. I'm trying to be supernatural. In the topic of marriage, it looks very natural. I'm drawn to a girl. So this is great stuff. So naturally... Except, except, the Torah calls a wife a kenegdoi, an ezer kenegdoi, a help opposite you. Keneged means against you. Says the Maral, the ezer, what's an ezer kenegdoi? The Maral sings shot in the words. He's not arguing on Chazal. Chazal say if you're zeiche, she's an ezer. If you're not zeiche, she's kenegdoi. But clearly, this is not arguing on Chazal. Chazal agree there's something called pshat in the Pasuk. How do I read the words? A wife's in Azar Kenegde they took a, a help against. How do you read the words? The words don't go. Is she a help? See, the Chazal v'shtikl, I'm going to explain Chazal v'shtikl Torah. I want you to hear what the Maral says, pshat in the words, she's in Azar Kenegde. There are friends who it's natural to be with. It's natural. Friendship is natural. We crave it. And then we have friends. We could have a friend for 50. I got together with my friend last night. We're friends for 43 years, Baruch Hashem. It is natural. We naturally like each other. Just geschmack. We relate. I see him get very geschmack. We share passions. We share Rebbe. Geschmack. Friendship could be very, very natural and you move towards it. An Isha is different than a man. And the nature of the thing is that they're opposite. They do not naturally 
gravitate together. There is a pull, there's a Taibis Nashim for sure, that's a wonderful siyua from Hashem. But unworked on, they will be different. Did you notice in the Western world is not doing great with marriage? Not worked on, they will drift apart. She's a connector. If somebody works and puts an effort to have not, not to survive, not to put up with, but to merge, to connect, to bond, she'll be an azer, a tremendous help from the position of connector, from the position of somebody who sees things different, and from that position of connector, she'll be an azer. That's how the Maral just translates the word. Now, if you're Zaycheh, she'll be an Ezer from the position of Kinegdoi. If you're not Zaycheh, she'll just be Kinegdoi. But if you're Zaycheh, you'll have a help from somebody who's different than you, who's Kinegdoi. It's different than another friend who's naturally similar to you, who's natural. A wife is from a position of Kinegdoi, from a different way of thinking. That she's an Isha, you're an Isha, it's from a different way. Unworked on, if it's just left to nature, some people's marriage, again, will survive, it will not thrive by natural, by nature. A kinegda is not naturally thriving. With work, she'll, with sincere, authentic work, she'll be an azer from kinegda, from a position of thinking differently. Ladies have a different thought process than men in many areas. When a person puts in effort, invests, invests, there's a tragedy of a human being. I don't care if he does if, if if he doesn't invest and he blames it on Hasmada or he blames it on other religious things. It's a tragedy a person who doesn't understand that this is a major tafkit of his life. To care for Chayah, to Luyun Alecha, to become an expansive person who puts great effort in understanding, in caring for, in respecting. This great, great mission of his life, first and foremost, of being a husband and investing in a serious way. Right? Kestmaum in a safer quotes to Reb Chaim Vital, who says that the main needin in our life of Ahaftal Recha Kamaycha, the main needin in Shemaim of Ahaftal Recha Kamaycha, how did you treat your friend, refers to Reyim Ahuvim, refers to your wife. And the main din in Shemaim is how did you treat your wife. That which Hillel summed up the Torah after Achkamaycha, the main diyun is Reyacha, is Reyemahuvim, is your wife, is the main Reya you were given. It's from Reb Chaim Vital. It's Mestabra that way. It's Mestabra, the main Reya, the Hakarav Karav Kaidim. The closer somebody is, the more is your responsibility. And the main diyun in Shemaim is the one closest to you. How did you treat your wife? Reb Shalom Arush speaks about this as a serious hit. He describes Eilam Habas. They take your wife and they measure her smile. That's Reb Shalom Arush said it over. I think that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool way of summing up. He says Eilam Habas. What do they do? What's the, the needed? They measure your wife's smile. Pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. I'm sorry? That's amazing. Amazing Tzushto. Chaim said the Gemara like jumps out more. It's not like one Pradin. That's like... <laughs> very good. Very good Tzushto. We learned Kedush this year. Excellent Chaim. Excellent. The, this Nekudu that a person should invest serious effort 
the, the shame and the embarrassment of a guy like it's in the way. He's trying to be a masmid. Often, Baruch Hashem, guys are starting a kill and like he's trying to do starim and this like difficult, this is, of course, do starim and then read what it says in the Torah. And what it says in the Torah is guiding you to be a good husband to her. She's not in the way of anything. She's not in the way. She is, she's a mission of your life, a central mission of your life. And to invest and put in and to really, really invest effort is something important. In yeshiva, we talk about marriage because I want a guy to know this is an important investment. Shouldn't like hit him. We will. We were just learning ideals, and then this comes. No, no. This is we're preparing. We're preparing. We're preparing for this great role of our life of being a husband, of being a father. And it's not, not to be left just to the natural, what's natural, and shucks, I have to invest. No, we're born for that investment, for that investment, for that putting in, for that, and that's what we're born for. Take pride that you invested in your marriage, that you worked through, that you put in a lot of, that you put in effort, that it mattered to you. I love at the Seder, at the Leila Seder, I love that we say, Amaleinu Elu Abanim. Our work is our children. Our family life is meant to be our toil. How many people live life that like, oh, the kids are fighting like, like here I'm trying to live and my kid, what? It's like so far and your kids, you and your wife and part of your kids, of course, is your shalom bias, the ikker part of your kids, the investment of family. This is what I, this is where I want to put my work in. How many people live like that? They're so frustrated. It's like, I don't want to say comical, it's tragic. The frustration of a, my kid, that's where, that's where you want to put in your effort. That's where, that's, that's where you're looking to invest tremendously in raising your children. The tragedy of a person like the, the frustration of kid, what? That's where, there's a frustration of working for Parnassim. That's a klala from Hashem. And by the way, when, you, when you're working, say, have in mind, that's my investment for my wife and kids, which I want to put great effort. Amaleinu, my work, my toil, elu abanim. That's my family. That's where, that's where I'm focused on that investment. That's a massive place to focus. I'm looking to invest there. Amaleinu and abanim. There's not like, <sighs> that like groan that that is that is done way too many times that people don't have Ashkafa Satira and they're off base in the Ashkafa Satira and it's an attitude. It's an attitude. It, it probably comes, the Western world's wonderful. They're not doing well with family life. They're really not. They're not thriving. One needs to think about why their Shalom bias in the Western world is not doing great. They don't have many kids. 1.5, maybe a dog and a half too. They're not, they're not, they're not doing amazing. I don't, I don't mock the Western world. The Western has a lot of good things. And, and it's not just meant to mock. We live in a beautiful world. A lot of chesed, it's, it's, there's a lot of good things in the Western world. And there's a lot of confusion in the Western world. And we're born, we're born into a world dominated by Western mentality. And we have to think about it. It's not all just, it's not horrible. Hashem put us here. So there are things to think about. But if Hashem gave us this view, so we can notice things. Now we could ask, what is it? What are they doing well? In the area of marriage, they're not doing so well. That's not a rip on I am to like, like. This is what Hashem gave us, a great world. I'm so appreciative. The West is giving us a lot of freedoms. But to look around us and notice things might be smart. 
and the topic of marriage and family, they're not doing well, and we have to guard against things that are around us, and maybe Hashem used it for us to see this, to notice this. And attitudes with children, you know how many people, my wife at work, people say, we don't want kids, we see what an investment it is. They're not having a lot, lot they're not having families, they're big investment kids. We have a kid, we want, I am, say when you have a child, I am investing serious effort in this child. Say it, speak it out. Talk to you, talk to you, because the, the West doesn't want, so it's very cool, listen to what the West is saying, Hashem put us here. Do you know they're saying, when they have small family, not an accident, I do not want all that investment. Kids are frustrating. Your dog will follow, you could train it, and she follows. Your kids do not. That's what the West is saying, they're talking. Pay attention, because you're in the West, and just listen to what's being said around you. So when you have a kid, you're saying, yeah, I do want to invest in this. Yes, my dog will just loyally follow. Yes, kids will also have their own mindset and it's much more confident when they follow and they don't. They're not dogs, they're human beings with choices, with decisions. Yes, and I want to have a child and I'm going to invest seriously in this child, seriously in this child. We're not, don't be robotic. Answer back to what society is saying. Yes, I'm investing in this one. Amalenu, my work, elu abanim. It's not, oh, don't, if you, and if you catch yourself with that groan, talk back to it. That was the West speaking in you. That was the West speaking through you. Oh, huh. This is what you want to invest in. You had a child. This is what you, amalenu elu abanim. This is what I want to invest in. People catch themselves. Oh, like they raise their head. Oh, just trying to learn. You're learning about being good to what, what are you grumbling? And if you catch that grumble, that was the West. And you had that in us. Yes, Chiddush, it enters us. It enters us. Ideals and things. So talk back to it. Remember, take yourself on a walk. One second, I want to invest here. I made a decision. I decided to get married. And I want to invest here. She's a Kenegda. It's true. A wonder Hashem gave me siwa, many help towards this, to invest in the Kenegdoi. And then I want to put great effort, focus and effort in developing. And this is the purpose of our life. I, I asked, I called my father years ago. It says, it says, I'm novel. When it says, when it says, I'm novel. I'm novel. In Parshish Hazinu, it calls us, I'm novel. The word novel means worn out. And Uncle says that that means Ahmad the Kabilia Raisa, the nation accepted the Torah. So I called my dad. So why does novel to be worn out mean the nation that accepted the Torah? Why does worn out have to do with Kabbalah at Torah? And he he said to him, Chazal, and there's a there's a two gear size, but one gear says in a Torah miskayemes al misha menabelatz mayolah. Torah is only as a kiyam by somebody who wears themselves out for it. Is menabilis atzmi. The very reason Hashem gave us the Torah is to overcome. That's what Moshe answered the angels. That why do we have Torah, not the angels? Because we can overcome. We can overcome things and with effort and diligence, things which aren't in our nature, things which we're misnagetu, things which the natural we won't be, we can overcome. We take limerat Torah and we fight and we toil and we overcome that which is, again, that which is 
were misnagged to. And that's why we have the Torah. Am novel, the nation who could be menabel themselves, who could wear themselves out, who can, with effort and diligence and putting in, can overcome. That's why we have the Torah. It's the Am novel. The nation is willing to be menabel asatzman. And this is the purpose. This is what we're supposed to be busy with, is being menabel, is putting in great putting in effort to things which is not necessarily the way it would just be naturally. That's, that's what we're trying to do. The, the word Nisayan, the word Nisayan is the same word as Nase. The word Nisayan and Nase is the same word. This is a theme we've discussed in Waterbury, we've discussed many times. I'm going to say it in a different way, something we discuss many times, but I'll, I'll say it in a different way. When you, when all of us were younger, we learned that Pare knew all the languages except Lashon Kodesh. Did it ever bother you? Like, he didn't have Rosetta Stone on Lashon Kodesh. <laughs> the man learned Chinese, Japanese, Spanish, French, Portuguese. Lashon Kodesh, he had a mental block. There was no Rosetta Stone, Chaim Svi, on Lashon Kodesh. It's like so funny. Pari just couldn't do it. So we're all such good boys. Our Mora taught us. And by the way, you're right. Altita Shtarasimecha. Your Mora taught you she's accurate. But we're allowed to ask as we get older, older that's so interesting, his mental block. Pari has a mental block with Lush and Kaida. She just can't do it. It was like a family thing. The language. It was only to Abraham. Ask, 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 ask Yosef. Yosef, maybe teach it to me. Do you know, I suspect, Yosef, that if you were there, Pare spoke fluent Hebrew? I suspect he spoke fluent Hebrew. Fluent. That's what I suspect. Then, Yosef, if you were there, you back. I thought Pare speak Hebrew. I suspect he spoke fluent Hebrew. And he wrote Sela Da. Okay, Para, you don't know Hebrew. It's like Matomer. He knows Spanish, Portuguese, French, and Hebrew he can't get. He's like this mental block. Is Hebrew, is Hebrew such a hard language linguistically? You have to ask the linguist. Is there something about Hebrew? What I suspect, what I suspect, so he doesn't know Hebrew, is Hebrew is different than every other language in the world. And very simply, this is not a floor, that's not a table, there's not a fan. There's nothing about that there's a fan, an F-A-N, nothing. It's simply, I like talking to Yosef, he's a great guy, and it would be pretty sad if we couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we, I don't <laughs> it's so gishmak to communicate, that bonds us when we talk together. So if we didn't have words, we wouldn't be able to talk. So me and Yosef made a deal, whenever I say fan, what are you going to think of? This way we could talk. Is this a fan? I don't know. It's not an F-A-N. It's just, we could, arbitrary. Haskamas in the word of the Rand. Haskamas umava uva. A group of people get up and call it a fan. Tables, a T-A-B-L-E, no. Just the way me and Yais could talk. This is a shulchan. It's not a way to talk. It's not just the way, it's a shulchan. By its essence, a shulchan. Every letter in the Aleph base is a force. This is a yad. It's not a way to refer to this. That's why there's tremendous wisdom in the word Yad. Yad is gematria. How many knuckles? Fourteen. Three on every finger. Thumb has two. Fourteen. And there's endless chachma in, in, Lashen, in the words because it is a Yad. It's not a way to refer to it. It's a Yodalit. If you knew what a Yod is spiritually, if you knew what a Dalit, you would look at this and say Yad.
If you knew at each letter, you'd look at this, Shulchan. There's halachas that this affects. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. 14 plus 14. Very good. Excellent. 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 Very good. Thank I did not know that. Wonderful to learn that. Excellent. He says, Kayach, his power is two hands. Kayach. Okay, excellent. That's very good. That's 20 years. Very good. The Kitzur says, endless Chachm and Lashen Kaidesh. Tremendous In Av is, is one I always like as an example. It's an easy one. If a guy's a father, what do you know about him? He has a child. What's an Av? An Aleph Beis. A one that became a two. That's an Av. It's an Aleph Beis. It's an Aleph that... Extended is an av. It's not av is not a way to refer to the man. His essence is an aleph bays, a one that became a two. A ben is cool also because he's a bays. None means descendants. He's a bays that continues, that continues on. He's a he's a bays none. But there's there's um. There's chachma, tremendous wisdom in the words because it is what it is. It's not a way to refer to it. Probably when we say Pari didn't know Lashon Kodesh, he probably spoke fluently because he learned every language and it's not very hard to learn it. He, you don't know Lashon Kodesh because you speak it. He didn't know Lashon Kodesh. He, had, he didn't believe in that. He wasn't a Maimon Bashem. If you're not a Maimon Bashem, there's no shame Ha'etzem. So Lashon Kodesh is the same as Portuguese. You don't know Lashon Kodesh. If it's just Portuguese, Tim Sholchan was just the way he said table, Sholchan, so he doesn't know Lashen Kaidish. Lashen Kaidish is not like all the other languages. It's a shame or etzem. You know why there's a Sholchan? Because Kacham Rakosh Baruchu, there's a Sholchan. Because each letter, there's a shame or etzem. There's a name of what it is. Paro is not a maimon. There's no shame or etzem. See, so those shaykhs, Lashen Kaidish. It could be spoken. Could be. I don't know. I have no idea. If you don't, better not, because your teacher told you he didn't. So it doesn't matter to me. But he didn't hold the shame ha'etzim that he has no shaykhs to lashon kodesh. But there's something called the shame ha'etzim. There's no halacha why if somebody reads the Megillah in English they're yotze, but if they don't understand English they're not yotze. If you read it in lashon kodesh, even if you don't understand it, you're yotze. Why? Because if you read it in English and you don't know English, you said gibberish because he didn't say anything. But if you said Shulchan, whether you know it's a table or not, you said this. By saying the word Shulchan, you said this. Rabbi, Rabbi Shapiro, who's so super sophisticated, has a theory. You could argue on his theory. It's just a cool theory from a cool person. Right? Shapiro's theory, right, Thaler? Did anybody here ever like say an English word a lot and it got awkward to you? Floor. Like you get, sometimes your word, just any word, you said a lot. Like... Like what? And like a word gets weird to you. He he says he has a theory that it will never happen in Lashon Kodesh. He said he doesn't know. It's a theory of his because it is a shochan. It will always be smooth. But he said in English, you're right. It was so arbitrary. So sometimes the word, if you say it enough, it gets weird to you. Because it just was made up. His theory, it's a cool theory. It doesn't have to be. It's, it's Ray Shapiro's cool theory that he says, Lashon Kaidish, a word will never get weird to you. No matter how many times. Is that a cool theory, Ray? Shapiro for sure. Yeah, but he's the type who one day, like, said Shulchan a thousand times. He's an interesting person to think. He says, you'll never have a word in Lashon Kaidish. A theory doesn't. Don't make your, don't build your yadness on this theory. But it's a cool, Dave, isn't that a cool theory? He says in Lush and Kurdish, like, you'll never have a word where you get, like, flustered and, like, the word, like, got weird to you, because it is what it is. It's a kise, you say, kise, oh, it's a kise. That's what it is. It will be smooth and fluid, because that's what it is. 
in English, it's so arbitrary, like, share, like, 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 this is claim. Now you could say he, that, that's just propaganda, but that, I'm not like building life on this, but it's a cool theory, Shalom, no? He's a Talmud, right, Shapiro, you could relate to his <laughs> neat theory, no? You ever heard him say this one? That's a cool theory. He has right Shapiro. <laughs> Have you like another Tom Rich? Do you like that theory? I find it's just cool how he thinks. That's a cool, interesting theory. That's why Nason is saying comes from the same word. What? I mean, that's why Nason is saying. Oh! So now let's get back to all. This is like we took, we've taken the merit. There are two ways to get to Waterbury. There's the quick way to 84. I always, to 84, 684, I always do the merit. Few minutes faster, you get to see animals. Be very careful. They're deer on the merit and other stuff. But to drive through a forest, I'm in, I maybe once or twice a year take this 84, 684. I always do the merit. It's five minutes faster, 10 minutes. I like the merit. For the three full service rest stops. But Gishmak, I also, I sleep at different rest stops, I'm in a mine, and there are three full services, and it's just, you drive through the forest, it's just Gishmak. And so my way is the merit. So here in Taira, I think my way is the merit also, Shtickle, that there are places to stop and look and see things. My other guy is just trying to get home. By me, the journey is the thing. So I'm like, so on the way to like, we were on the way somewhere, I just did the merit, I'm at different rest, as he reminds me, where we were even going. What? Which is better in terms of Torah? I'm a guy. I'm a merit guy. I need that. I need that. <laughs> the journey is the thing. The journey is the thing. We're on the way. The journey. The halacha is chalam. I went to a chasna. The halacha is on the trip. Shluchei mitzvah nezayik is on the trip. Isaac mitzvah patim and mitzvah on the trip. The dinim chal on the journey. So I'm a merit guy. So let's, let's, but let's, you know, I want to still make sure we get to the destination, you know, you can go on the merit and have such a good time, you know. <laughs> the Ketzer is that the word Nes and Nesayon are both Nun Samach. Because they're both Nun Samach, it has to be there, the exact same thing. In English, where it's just an arbitrary word, so table and able don't have to have a relationship. In Lush and Kaidish, if two things are non samach, they're exactly the same thing. Traveling is also. What? Traveling? Messiah is also non samach. That's a good question. Very good question. Nas to run away is also. It's a very good question. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has to be. It has to be. All these things are very, very accurate. So the Shaila is what Nay said, a flagpole, by the way, the son Nase is a flagpole. So flagpoles, traveling is true. Also flagpoles, miracles and challenges have to be the same thing. They're all non-samach. If they're non-samach, they're the same spiritual thing. If they were different, they'd be different words. If they're the both non-samachs, then they're exact same spiritually. So flagpoles, tra- flagpoles, miracles, and challenges are all the same thing. And they're all the same point. So before we'll talk about a flagpole in a second. But the point of a challenge is to create something new that wasn't there naturally. To overcome your nature. A nace, a miracle. A miracle is that when something is supernatural. And an asayan is the possibility of being supernatural. Is overcoming your nature. 
The reason it's a flagpole, that's the point of an Isayan, is not to be natural. Not to just let it go. Be supernatural. And that's what we're trying to be in our life. Supernatural. To pass Nisayanus. Not just to be a person who mailed it in, or whatever I naturally was. The reason it's a flagpole, the point of a flagpole, is to announce existence. You put down a flag, America, here we are, you raise it real high and people say, under this flag, there are Americans. A flagpole announces existence. We are here. We are here. They came to the moon, put a flagpole. We are here. It announced existence. A miracle's Hashem saying, hi, I am here. Hashem announcing His existence and our overcoming our nature is creating existence. I'm not just what you created. I'm not just a natural. I'm a creator of sorts. I'm supernatural. It announces my existence. I'm not just floating along. That is a Nisayun. That's why when a human being fails his Nisayun, what does Hashem say? Ayaka, where are you? Ayaka, where are you? Where's your flagpole? Where's you? Where's the person who overcome his nature, who's supernatural? Ayaka. When Avraham Avinu passes the hardest challenge of his life, what does he say? Hineni, existence. Here I am, existence. The chance to be, to overcome, that I'm not just floating along what Hashem created, I'm a creator of sorts. Supernatural. The bottom line is, is that every Nisayan is our chance to be supernatural. We're trying to push to overcome, to, to, to push more. So in the topic of marriage, she's a kinegda. We have to remember that left to its own, it will not, the natural state is it will not be a super marriage. It's not what will happen. Could it survive? Possibly depends on, depends on what it is, but it, with effort that's designed. We want to invest there. And with effort, a person could have a super, super, super Azer Kinegda. He could have the Azer Kinegda of his life, the help from an opposite vantage point. So I didn't want it to be that we left this summer and we didn't openly. Not left to Remiza, not left to guessing that it was spoken about openly. It's something that it's been important to me in yeshiva. Marrieds have been coming. The guys have been coming back married. And I asked you to come. I'm so thankful. Rav Aryeh gave out the Camper of the Year Award to two of the youngsters here because I want guys to, to come around with their mishpachos. And I want guys to know that that's something that we're thinking about. It's not, hey, marriage, like that. where'd that come from? No. In our study of Torah, in our study of Yiddishkeit, the great mission of our life, of Raising a beautiful family, of being a good husband, the father has been spoken about and thought about. That it didn't just hit us like, hey, where did this come from? I think that would be kind of bizarre to sit and learn Torah and study Hashem's Torah. It would be ignoring a lot of Torah. Keep in mind that our people come from, we call from Avinu and Imenu, Avram Avinu and Sarah Imenu, we come from a mishpacha, we come from a family. It could, it, the start of our peoples from a father, we have a Rebbe, Maishu Rabbeinu, the start of our people, Avram Avinu, Sarah Imenu is the start of our people, and it's something that we think about, we study, we read about in the Torah, and it's something that we think about. So I wanted this morning to, before, guys are leaving on Thursday, to bring this up, that this topic should be brought up and thought about. Certainly it's a to- an elaborate topic. I always appreciate it, right, Kestenbaum? 
spoke to guys and, and felt that it was important in Darshan Barayas that things that we don't publicly speak about that's more private, but there are things publicly we could talk about and I always appreciated that Sadiq Ray Kesmam spoke about it, created an awareness, created a focus, so this way we could be focused on, on an important mission of our life. I think it's an honest study of Torah. It's an honest study of Torah, which is full of this mibisarchal tesalim vidavak beishtai psukim chazal. It's full, so we study Torah and are loyal to the Torah that we study. So I was always thankful that he spoke about it a lot, and it was an important topic. It was always by design in yeshiva that marriages spoke a lot, and maybe peculiar to some. Maybe to some, a kid comes in 11th grade and they're talking about about that. I could tell you, and I've said this story many times, that I was 18 and went to visit my Rebbe one summer, and he asked me if I want from kids. That was always like funny to me. That wasn't what I was thinking about when I was 18. It wasn't on my mind. And I took my Rebbe seriously, and he was a very practical person. And he asked, you want from kids? I was one, that's, it was, it was the summer, you were like, Worried about Heller Manavu and the Mets usually how their season is te- spinning out of control. And the Mets, as a Met, you always thought, well, if the Phillies and Braves each go on a 10 game losing streak, and if, if, we were the ifs always, the Mets, the New York ifs. The Mets were like a Matthias of if. It's possible, like, if this guy heals and this guy does what he did 15 years ago, they always sign guys who, like, 15 years ago were a Hall of Famer. So the Mets were a world of if. If this guy finds the fountain of youth, if this guy ever comes off the disabled list, and if the Braves and Phillies lose 10 games in a row, then, then it's possible. And in the middle of all this, on my mind, I come to my Rebbe and he asked me, do you want from kids? He was saying something. He was saying something. He was saying there's a focus. There's a mission ahead and a focus on a mission ahead and designing towards. When Chazal says, and certainly there's a heter. Somebody's learning Torah. There's a tremendous heter. It's a Gemara Kedusha. Person feels they can't with that oil, the parnasa, the oil they can't be Isaac and Taurus, they learn Torah. But certainly at 18, there are chanais we could do. There are things we could do. Our mitzvah begins. And the fact that somebody is preparing and building a person who's worthy and asking himself, what midas do I need to acquire? What do I need to resolve and work out towards? I think that's a wonderful thing towards his mitzvah of towards his mitzvah that's chalad 18, Shemon Esri So I think I happen to like, to, I happen to like reminding guys about dating, even if they're not planning on dating. I like that it's on a guy's mind, that he's thinking about the healthy things, about being a person who's, who's capable of emotionally supporting a family. So that's, I wanted to get this in before the chevra, before we depart from each other with a, with a focus that not just agav, I wanted to get it in today. I do want to say publicly, I don't, Akiva is leaving tomorrow. I'm always afraid of making like a Sudas Preda. First, I always hope the guy comes back. I never want a guy not to come back because you made him a Sudas Preda, Yehuda. It's always like dangerous. Don't make too big of a Sudas Preda. Guys, you know, I think I want to go back. It's like, they made me a huge party. They all spoke about me. Maybe Akiva will decide to say Shabbos. I want to say that it was a tremendous to be around Akiva this summer, to be around Akiva Koltai this summer, I say his name, the Shadchanim will listen to the Shiurim, and his, <laughs> I do say, <laughs> yeah, 
It's inspiring. In a serious, it's inspiring to be around the serious Ben Torah, somebody who takes life seriously, but also fun. Make sure they know the Shadchanim. No, he's fun, a fun person. He's pr- probably the best skier in our Chavura, Derech Agav. Maishi could debate it, but Akiva is way, 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 way up there. Just a wonderful person. But to see somebody, a serious Ben Torah, serious Ben Torah, sincere, sincere, the word sophisticated, thought out, thought out, developed. The word develop, somebody who clearly, it's an inspiration to be around a person who's developed, who's serious, who works through, there's a process, there's a process. We're, everything we're describing today, that there's a beauty to life, that you have process to you, you're developing, you're developing, you're taking on things, don't panic, all of life has things we want to do better, but you're developing. One day you have to take projects on. Make it a project to, to when you're davening. It's not nothing if you're not having a mind. You're reading the words. You're lufnei Hashem. Make it. Things won't just be because eventually it happens. It is because you make it happen. Take on projects. Be a developing guy. You know they have a sign there. So kan osim shiputzim. Here we're doing changes. Slicha. You know. Sorry for the inconvenience. We're doing work here. A human being, sorry, for, everybody should have that sign on him. Sorry for the inconvenience. Work is being done here. We're in this, we're middle. Where there's work is being done. You know, sorry for the appearances. You go, you go to like a rest stop. I think rest stops just put that in like the more lazy rest stop guys just put that in permanently. But it says sorry for the inconvenience. We're doing work here. We, yesterday I went into a store. That's what it said. You know, we're understaffed. We're this. We're that. We're in middle. We're pushing. We're staffing. We're so person. You know, we're in middle, but we're in middle, but we're in middle. We're doing work. We're doing work. Serious work. So. I want to say that all of us have areas, every human being, and take inspiration from a person who it becomes clear from youth that the natural won't work. We are designed to be supernatural. Hashem wants us to be supernatural, to overcome. People get an extra wing. They become supernatural, an extra aver. They fly like an eagle. We get extra powers for those that care to do this, that care to be miraculous. And certainly that's us Yidden, want to be supernatural. So all of us should be zeichet, invest great effort to toil, and with siyat only with siyat only with help. Only with siyat we get the schos that Hashem gives extra limbs. So I want to thank Akiva for being a person clearly with extra limbs, the ability clearly soaring. And all of us should be zeicha with to, to toil, not to be afraid of that which naturally doesn't just go, and to be zeicha and to see siyat the shmaya to fly. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org.
To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.